Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is there one? Talk Recorded live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today is Thursday, April 28, 2016. That's the 20th of Nizan and the year 5776 on the Hebrew calendar. We are your host, Penny. From the wedding VA, virtual assistant, VA.com. And CJ from CJSKidsCode.com. Skylar Marie from SkylarMarieKnows.com. Say good morning. Say hi. <gasps> oh, no. Mom. <laughs> okay, well, that, I guess that's a good morning for her. And um, on the line, we also have my mother, Mary Lillian. Good morning, Mama. Good morning. Today's... Psalm notations are chapters 97 through 103, and our daily thought is future miracles. The miracles of Egypt were an infinite light breaking into our world. The miracles of the future will be our world shining at an infinite light outward. I jumped ahead right there, and I went ahead and went into that. This this part always excites me, the daily thought. But before we go ahead and go into that in a discussion, we should head on over to our daily prayer walk agenda. If you don't have a copy of yours yet, head on over to any one of our websites forward slash walk and you will be able to download a free copy of the Prayer Walk Agenda and a free copy of a prayer request blog, which I feel is an amazing tool. And even if you don't get my version, you can always keep a spiral notebook. You write down the date and you write down whatever your prayer request is or whatever it is that you're asking God for. It could be even guidance on a particular instance or subject and you go back once you receive your answer you can skip a line in between there and you can put the date when it was answered or you can go with the four column method which is what i use on the prayer log um paper worksheet sorry let's start you lord god king of the universe Let's go ahead and get started with our Dear Lord prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for being able to see and hear this morning. We are blessed because you are forgiving God and an understanding God. You have done so much for us and you keep on blessing us. Forgive us for everything we have done, said, or thought that was not pleasing to you and for the times when we withheld a blessing or did not come to the defense of someone who needed it. We ask for your forgiveness. Please keep us safe from all danger and harm. Help us to make the best of each and every day to clear our minds so that we can hear from you. Please broaden our minds so we can accept all things. Let us not whine and wimp over things we have no control over. And it's the best response when we're pushed beyond our limits. We know that when we can't pray, you listen to our hearts. Continue to use us to do your will. Continue to bless us that we may be a blessing to others. Keep us strong that we may help the weak. Keep us uplifted that we may have words of encouragement for others. We pray for those that are lost and can't find their way. We pray for those that are misjudged and misunderstood. We pray for those who don't know you intimately. We pray for those that don't believe, but we thank you that we believe. We believe that God changes people and God changes things. 
We pray for all our sisters and brothers and for each and every family member in their households. We pray for peace, love, and joy in their homes, that they are out of debt and all their needs are met. We pray that every eye that reads this knows there is no problem, circumstance, or situation greater than God. Every battle is in your hands for you to fight. We pray that these words be received into the hearts of every eye that sees it and every ear that hears it. God, we love you and we need you. Come into our hearts, please. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for a new day. Thank you that we are able to get together and pray. Thank you for the ability to come to your feet and pray. You are the one who has created the entire world, the entire universe, and yet you humble yourself towards us because you allow us to approach you. You're not standoffish. You're not a king, a God who rejects us, who says that we we have to be a certain thing in a certain way other than being good people and trying to live a good, clean life, you don't request much of us. In the Bible, it says you do not burden us with that. It says that the true sacrifice, the true offering to you is a broken and repentant heart. What other God does that? Of the gods, little g gods, what if a God accepts that? Our God does not ask for a blood sacrifice. He does not ask for a child sacrifice. He does not ask for any of those things. And yet we're still able to come to his feet. His only request is that we cleanse ourselves spiritually. Um, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to our daily thought. And again, the daily thought is future miracles. Future miracles. Think about that. Whatever situation you're in, you might be feeling hopeless, and yet here we are thinking about future miracles. If you're thinking about suicide, if you're thinking that things will never get any better, if you're thinking that your marriage is ending and you're never going to be happy and in love, if you're struggling to have children and you think you'll never be a parent, Here we are thinking of future miracles. It says the miracles of Egypt were an infinite light breaking into our world. The miracles of the future will be our world shining an infinite light outward. How cool is that? Epically cool. What is it saying to you? God basically shined his infinite light down when he made he had all those things happen in Egypt. Remember that these he was up against Pharaoh's magicians. Moses was coming in and saying, you know, hey, my God said, let my people go. And performing a miracle. And Pharaoh's magicians were saying, big deal, we can do it too. Big deal, we can do it too. Big deal, we can do it too. Whatever Moses did, they were saying, big deal, they could do too. They couldn't see or they were blinded to the fact that there was something coming from the Most High God because we could do all of these things. What does that tell you right there? That tells you how powerful that we are. And granted, these were you know, the most powerful magicians in the land, but at the same time, people aren't born knowing all of those things. They had to learn them. 
So right there, that tells you that we are all capable of amazing things. We're capable of pretty much everything that God can do. And that is, the, you know, that's the power that is the, all the gifts that he gave us when he created us. It can be cool and, and pretty scary sometimes. Exactly. So here they were in Egypt. All of these miracles are happening, and unfortunately they're negative in a lot of respects. The plagues, you know, who wants that? That is a miracle, and it's a huge act of God, and it's a huge something, you know. And I know that there will be a lot of individuals who will say, well, scientifically, it has been proven, or science says that there's an explanation for the plagues. One thing happened, which led to something else, which led to something else, which led to something else. So they can explain most of the plagues, except for the last one. Science can explain all the plagues, except for the last one, that all of the firstborn were killed. And the magicians were able to replicate all of the miracles except for that last one. So we saw the infinite light there. And unfortunately, it was a negative light. Sometimes, you know, like in war, whenever you have the special soldiers, the um, elite forces going in to rescue POWs, it's not a pretty sight. We have our highly trained soldiers going in there, but sometimes, you know, we have our SEALs or we have our Delta Force or whatever unit it might be going in. And they have to do some bad things. Well, what we would consider bad. You know, we wouldn't consider sniping someone to be a good thing. Unless you're a gamer and it's a video game, it's not a good thing. But sometimes it has to be done in order to liberate that. So in that instance, as terrible as those plagues were and as awful as those things were, they served a purpose. And it wasn't spread through the whole world. It was just in that one localized area. It was contained. It was contained, yes, it was. So it was a contained power, a contained display. And it wasn't a total world destruction the way we read about the floods in the Bible. And again, science has an explanation for the flood of Noah when they talk about that, but they don't have explanations for some of the other things that happen. You know, it's inexplicable how sometimes people attack the Bible and they'll say, there's no way that this could be a divinely written book. And if this is divinely inspired, that means that it's written by man. But at the same time, it holds a lot of truth and actually is a bit more historically accurate than anyone has really wanted to admit in some cases. We actually found, and I'm saying we, as if I participated. <laughs> you participate, bitch. Don't worry. <laughs> you got some. And they were actually, um, in one of the documentaries that we we're looking at for our homeschool history classes, um, they actually found something that had to do with King David before they had been saying, oh, that thing, that building, that area, that structure did not exist. And as they were going through, the archaeologists found a small piece of stone and it had King David's name written on it. So there are things that are in the Bible that still have yet to be proven that are in contention. But the Bible and science can both agree the plagues happened. 
the plagues were destructive. But how do you explain that last one? How do you explain just the firstborn being killed? And it's an absolute terrible thing. And yet it was still a sign of God rescuing people. Like our commandos going in to rescue POWs. And I'm not going to compare. I shouldn't, I guess I shouldn't use that example because war is a terrible thing. But um, in general, at that time, they were basically, they were prisoners, they were slaves. And they were being rescued. And we saw that, we saw what he did. And here our daily thought says, the miracles of the future will be our world shining in infinite light outward. So first we have God's light shining in towards us. And then we have our light shining out. It's like paying it forward on a global level. A mass effort to pay it forward. That's a really awesome thought because there are so many other planets out there. So many other universes. We're not the ones here. And it's totally possible for there to be other humans in other worlds, other universes, or even other beings. And how amazing would it be if instead of our world being an example of destruction, we could be an example of people who started to sort of destroy the world and came back and made things right. That'd be awesome. But you know what? It starts at an individual level. It starts with you and it starts with me. It starts with our attitude and how we view the world and what we do with our lives, how we raise our children. Do we bring God into our lives on a daily basis? No matter what anybody says, if you start the day with prayer, you always wind up feeling better. It makes it easier to approach the world because you feel like you already sought out the creator of the world and everything's going to be okay. And those who say that religion is a crutch, it may, as, it may well be a crutch, but a crutch serves a purpose. When you break your leg, if you didn't have the crutch, you're not going to heal well because you need that. You need it to go forward. And at some point, you have to let go of the crutch. But with God, it's different. He gave us free will, and it's sort of like a parent giving a child a bike and saying, go ahead. And when we get scared, we grip our parent and we say, no, don't let us go. We don't want to fall down. And there God is helping us ride our bike, which is basically living our life. And then we get excited and we bike off and we're so happy doing all kinds of tricks and everything. And if we fall and we get hurt, we run back to our dad. We run back to our creator. We're like, daddy, help us. I'm hurt. And as a parent, we help our children, right? If you're not a parent yet, maybe you have nieces and nephews. Or maybe you can remember whenever you turn to your parents or to someone that you trusted for assistance, for help. You were hurt. You were down. You needed a hand up. You needed a Band-Aid. We all have that. And we need that. We were designed for fellowship with each other and with our Creator. And once we get to that point to where we're okay, we're okay with the world insulting us and saying that 
we're dumb and religion is a crutch and God is not real. And we can listen to what they say without getting angry, without losing our faith. That's when we know that we have truly matured in our faith. Because if your faith can be rocked by somebody telling you that God doesn't exist or this hasn't happened, then your faith is not solidified. And I can tell you from personal experience, because I've had instances in the past, for example, when my son was little and I was a single mother, we ran out of milk before I got paid. And my uncle at the time, he was terminally ill. We're helping to care for him. And one of the things, he would always attack my faith. He would always attack my God. And in that instance, he said, well, if God was helping and if God is there, then why did we run out of milk? I'm like, well, we ran out of milk, and I'm going to get paid in a couple of days, so I'll just buy some more. But to him, unless everything was perfect, and unless he had all the money, and unless you had a big house and a fancy car, then it meant that God wasn't helping you. It meant that God wasn't really there listening to our prayers if we suffered and if we were broke. And yet that's not true at all. One thing does not have anything to do with the other. It does not serve God's purpose for us to be broke, for us to be sad, for us to be sick or broken. Sometimes our sickness does play a part in his overall plan. For example, the children with cancer. I have to believe that because I have absolutely no explanation why a child, an innocent child, would be so sick. And yet most of those children have these amazing attitudes and these amazing personalities and are such strong influences, role models even. Their attitude, their positivity, and they spread their light. And even though a lot of them, it makes me choked up just to think about it, a lot of them don't live out. They don't live to be 80. And yet... They make such a powerful impact just in the short time that they have here. And in that case, I guess the illness did serve a purpose. But more because the child lent themselves to him and his ideas. The child and the child's parents and the family could have been very negative and just taken it as something absolutely terrible. And yet this young child is such an amazing example of bravery And how they can turn something around by looking at the positive side, by trying to inspire others, by looking beyond themselves and their own suffering. Then it does become something that God can use. Every one of us goes through some trial or tribulation and we may not have cancer. We might not have some kind of terminal illness to where we think about our mortality and we think about our legacy. We think about how we'd like to be remembered. Most of us get caught up in the rat race. And we're just thinking about ourselves and we're thinking about the nice car, the nice house, the nice clothes, the nice shoes, the makeup, the hair, the nails, the pedicures, which are amazing. (laughs) But if we start to think solely of that, we miss the bigger picture. And I really think it's so important maybe to go volunteer at a shelter, an animal shelter or a homeless shelter 
a soup kitchen, a children's cancer hospital, be a candy striper in a hospital to the terminally ill, to go into the homes for the elders who have no family and inspire them. Whatever you're going through, there's somebody out there who's in a worse position than you are and could really use a good word, an encouraging word. And even somebody that you look at and you think that they have everything, maybe on the outside they do, but on the inside, they might be extremely lonely and they may have nothing at all. And it could be your positivity, your smile, your attitude that helps them to continue forward. And that's something I really admire about my son, CJ. He has this amazing ability to connect with pretty much anyone. He can walk into a room and he smiles and he says hello and he greets people and he genuinely means it. There have been times when there were individuals who were extremely upset and unhappy. I did not want to approach them. Honestly, I was afraid to interact with them because I thought it would be a very negative experience. And CJ would go walk up to them and say hi. And the next thing I know, they're smiling, they're laughing, they're talking to him. And he's asking, like, hey, how was your day? How's it going? And he honestly meant the question, and he would wait there for an answer. Because it's so, you know, in passing, we all, we all tell each other, hey, how's it going? But do you really want to know? Do you stop to listen? We don't listen to each other. We're not really there for each other. It's just a, a passing thing. And yet, my son is a powerful reminder that we should be there. We should listen. And the simple act of acknowledging someone, if you think you don't have enough money to help someone, you don't have enough time to help someone, you don't need money. Obviously, money is great because it can buy things. But simply acknowledging someone else and saying hello and waiting to hear an actual response, hey, how's it going? You know, you can give them an honest compliment. You're like, ooh, I like your shoes. You know, that color looks great on you. A sincere compliment, a smile, they go a long way towards bringing God's light into this world because we become nicer to each other, kinder. And if you're having a really bad day and someone comes up to you and they're friendly and they're like, hey, how's it going, you know, and they honestly mean it or like, hey, that looks great on you. Even if you're just walking by someone, and you give them a compliment as you pass, and it's sincere. You know what I mean? How many of us have felt that? I have. Yeah, but most of the time, you're the one that gives that. That's special. <laughs> you are special, and it's truly, it is a very powerful thing, and that's the one I want you to hang on to that for the rest of your life. In spite of people insulting you or saying you're too friendly, which is, you know, an ironic choice of words in a way, <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Yes, it's got stripes. Um, instead of someone insulting you all the time, you know, it doesn't matter what they say. You continue being yourself. CJ also has this amazing ability to laugh. And he laughs with his soul when he does. And 
Others have said that he needs to tone it down, he needs to be whatever. But I tell him not to. Be himself. Don't tone yourself down. Be yourself. Unless it's, you know, something terrible or a bad habit or something. But this is in a world where you're not supposed to laugh or they tell you it's it's wrong and you're not supposed to be so happy. Why are we not supposed to be happy? Mm-hmm, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Why shouldn't we be happy? Why shouldn't we look for our happiness? Why shouldn't we laugh? Why shouldn't we enjoy our lives? We don't need alcohol and drugs. We just need to be ourselves. We need to find our own inner happiness. And when I hear CJ laugh, his laugh makes me laugh. And his joy makes my heart feel joy. And sometimes I get teary-eyed. Just, you can hear it in a child's voice, in a child's laughter. And he's as he gets older, his voice is changed and it's deeper now. Ho, 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 ho. Do not say, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> You'll be coming. <laughs> Watch out. Mm-hmm. Color, those are nice. They fell in the house. And as he gets older, his voice is changing. And it makes me teary-eyed for another reason as well, because our children don't stay children forever. They grow, and as they grow, we get older as well. And years pass by, it seems almost in the blink of an eye. When you're living, it seems like time is not passing when you're in the moment. But whenever something happens, a milestone of some kind with your children, you stop and you think, you know what, I'm not going to live forever. Some people are, in a way, fortunate. They go through some situations which make them reevaluate their lives, reevaluate their priorities. And these are going to be terrible events. Instances, again, like cancer or having some kind of diagnosis that makes you think, remember, actually, your own mortality, that we're not going to live forever. But we don't take life for granted. Most of the time, that is what we do. We get so caught up again in the rat race that we start to take our lives for granted. But when we get to the point where we can be grateful for our lives, for every day, for our ability to to wake up and to live another day, that's when we bring God's light into our lives. And by expressing that gratitude, again, by doing the, um, whenever we get to the praise reports, how many times, you know, can we inspire somebody? We can inspire others by just bragging about our God. God is so amazing. He did this for me. God is so amazing. He did this for me when it was not supposed to be possible. And then you start to think, wow, if that happened for them, it could happen for me too. Don't ever be afraid to brag on our God. Not only does it helps someone else. But, you know, it's awesome too and it feels good when you can give thanks. And the more you give thanks, the more thankful you feel and the more happy you feel. The more you bring the positive into your own life. Powerful stuff right there. Remember that it starts with us. As amazing as it would be for the world to be better, it all starts with us. One person at a time.
Okay, let's go ahead and go into our thumb rotation. We always start with chapter 145. We'll say the Shema, and then we'll go into today's Psalms, which are chapters 97 through 103. And again, if you would like to get a copy of these prayers and follow along, you can download a free copy of our daily prayer walk agenda by heading over to any one of our websites forward slash walk. Chapter 145. <laughs> Mom, yes. Okay. Chapter 145. You want to go ahead and read this, CJ? Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> Chapter 145. A praise of David. I shall exalt you, my God, the King, and I shall bless your name forever and ever. Every day I shall bless you, and I shall praise your name forever and ever. The Lord is great and very much praised, and his greatness cannot be searched. Generation to generation will praise your works, and they will recite your mighty deeds. Of the majesty of the, of the glory of his splendor, and the words of your wonders we shall speak. And the strength of your awesome deeds they shall tell, and, and your greatness we shall sing. Of the remembrance of your abundant goodness they will speak, and of your righteousness they will sing. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and great in kindness. The Lord is good to all, and his mercies are on all his works. All his works shall thank you, O Lord, and your pious one shall bless you. They will tell the glory of your kingdom, and they will speak of your might, to make known the children of his men, his mighty deeds, and the glory of the children, and the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is the kingdom of all times, and your ruling is in every generation. The Lord supports all those who fall, and strengthens all those who are bent down. Everyone's eyes look to you, for, look to you with, with hope, and you give them their food and their time. You open your hand and satisfy every living thing with what it desires. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his deeds. The Lord is near to all who call him, to all who come with sincerity. He does the will of those who fear him, and he hears their cry and saves them. The Lord guards all who love him, and he destroys all the wicked. Our mouths, will, our mouths will speak the praise of the Lord, and our flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Dear O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Chapter 97. When the Lord revealed his kingship, the earth will exult. The multitudes of islands will rejoice. Clouds and dense darkness will surround him. Justice and mercy will be the foundation of his throne. Fire will go before him and consume his foes all around. His lightnings will illuminate the world. The earth will see and tremble. The mountains will melt like wax before the Lord, before the master of all the earth. The heavens will declare his justice, and all the nations will behold his glory. All who worship given images who take pride in idols. Will be ashamed of all idol worships and prostrate themselves before him. Zion will hear and rejoice. Towns of Judah will exult. Because of your judgment, O Lord, for you, Lord, transcend all the earth. You are extremely exalted above all supernatural beings. You who love the Lord hate evil. He watches over the souls of his finest ones. He saves them from the hand of the wicked. Light is shown for the righteous, and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, your righteous, extol his holy name. Amen.
Chapter 98. The Psalm describes how Israel will praise God for their redemption. A psalm, sing to the Lord a new song, for his performed wonders. His high hand and holy arm have wrought deliverance for him. The Lord has made known his salvation, and he will leave his justice before the eyes of the nation. He has remembered his kindness and faithfulness to the house of Israel, all from the farthest corners of the earth. Witness is the deliverance by our God. For his voices and javelin to the Lord, all the earth burst into joyous singing and chanting. Sing to the Lord with a heart, with a harp and the sound of song, with trumpets and the sound of the shofar, jubilate before the king, the Lord, the sea, and its fulfillness, with war and joy, the earth and its inhabitants. Rivers will clap their hands, the mountains will sing together. They rejoice before the Lord, for he has come to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with righteousness. Amen. Amen. Chapter 99. The psalm refers to the wars of Gog and Magog, which will preside the redemption. When the Lord will renew his kingship, the nations will tremble. The earth will quake before him, who is enthroned upon the cherubim. Before the Lord, who is Zion, who is great and exalted above all the peoples. They will extol your name, which is great, awesome, and holy, and they will praise the might of the king who loves justice. You have established a righteousness. You have made the laws of justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt the Lord our God, bowed down in his footstool. He is holy. Moses and Aaron among his priests, Samuel among those who invoke his name, will call upon the Lord and he will answer them. Please speak to them in a pillar of cloud. They observe his testimonies, and the decrees will cheek him from them. Lord our God, you have answered them. You are forgiving God for their sake. You are bringing retribution for their own misdeeds. Exit the Lord our God and bow down on his holy mountain. For the Lord our God is holy. Amen. Amen. Chapter 100. This psalm inspires the hearts of those who suffer in the world. world. Let them nevertheless serve God with joy. For all is for their good. And in the verse whom God loves, does he chastise. This psalm also says to the thanksgiving sacrifice. The only sacrifice to be offered in the Messianic era. Messianic era. A psalm of thanksgiving. Let all the earth sing in Jabalion to the God. Serve to the Lord. Serve the Lord of joy. Come before him in exaltation. Know that the Lord is God and he made us and we are his. His people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates of gratitude, his courtyards of praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His kindness is everlasting. And his faithfulness is for all generations. Chapter 101. Amen. Amen. Chapter 101. There's some speech of David saluting himself from all of it. There's various conduct even by in his own name. By David, a psalm. I sing of your kindness and justice. For you, O Lord, I will chant praise. I will pay heed to the path of the integrity. Away we come to me. I shall walk with the innocence of my heart, even within my house. I shall not face an evil thing before my eyes. I despise the doing of wayward deeds. It does not cling to me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I shall know no evil. 
He knows Shlomo is his fellow in secret. Him I will cut down, one with hardy eyes and a lustful heart. Him I cannot suffer. My eyes are upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He who walks in the path of integrity, it shall minister to me. But the praises, she shall not dwell within my house. The speaker of lies shall have no place before my eyes. Every morning I cut down all the wicked in the land to excuse all evildoers from the city of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Chapter 102. An awe-inspiring prayer to be exalted and appreciate appropriate prayer for anyone in distress. A prayer to a poor man when he is faint with affliction and pours out his tale of woe before the Lord. O Lord, hear my prayer. Let my cry reach you. Hide not your face from from me on the day of my distress. Turn your ear to me on the day that I call. Answer me quickly. But my days have vanished with smoke, and my bones are dried up as hers. Smitten as like grass, and withered is my heart, for I have forgotten to eat my bread. From the voice of my sigh, my bone cleaves to my flesh. I am like a bird of the wilderness, like the owl of the wasteland have I become. In haste I fled, I was like a bird alone on a roof. All days my enemies disgraced me, for those who ridicule, my, ridicule me curse using my name. For I have eaten ashes like bread, mixed my drink with tears. Because of your anger and your wrath, for you have risen me up, then cast me down. My days are like a fleeting shadow. I wither away like the grass, but you, Lord, will be enthroned forever. And your remembrance is for all generations. You will rise and have mercy on Zion. For it is time to be gracious to him. The point of time has come. Your servants have cherished her stones and lived her dust. And loved her destiny. Then the nations will fear the name of the Lord and all the kings of the earth your glory. Then they will see that the Lord has built Zion. He has appeared in his glory and he has turned entry of the prayerful. He did not despise the prayer. Let this be written for the last generation, so that the newborn nation would praise the Lord. For he looked down from his holy heights from heaven, the Lord gazed upon the earth. He hear the cry of the bound to untie those who are doomed to die. To the name of the Lord to be declared in Zion, and his praise in Jerusalem. All the nations and kingdoms will gather together to serve the Lord. He weakened my strength on the way. You shorten my days. I would say, My God, do not remove me from the midst of my days. You whose years endure through all generations. In the beginning, you laid the foundation of the earth. The heavens are the work of your hands. They will perish, but you endure. They make all of them will wear out like a garment. You will exchange them like a rope, and they will vanish. But you remain the same. Your years will not end. The children of yourselves will abide. This seed shall be established before you. Amen. Amen. Chapter 103. David's prayer when he was ill. The son was and is an appropriate prayer on the behalf of the sick, especially when offered by the sick person himself. While his soul is yet in his body, he can, bless, he can then bless God from his death, body and soul. Read and repose for your soul. By David. Bless the Lord, my all my soul, and my all my being, His holy name, my soul. Bless the Lord, 
forget not all his favors. Who forgives all your sins, who heals all your illnesses, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with kindness and mercy, who satisfies your mouth with greatness and goodness, like, an, like the eagle, your youth is renewed. The Lord executes ex, ex, righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made his way known to Moses, his deeds to the children of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, both to England of great kindness. He will not contend for its enemy, nor harbor ill will forever. He has not dealt with us according to our transgressions, nor required for us according to our sins. But as high as heaven is above the earth, so has his kindness been mighty to those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, he has sustained our transgressions for us. As Father has compassion on his children, so as the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows our nature. He is mindful that we are but dust. As for man, his days are like grass.
And what happened? It crashed or what? He was praying the 109 song. Then everything went dead. Sleep. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.